In this episode, we talk about why take massive action is actually terrible advice. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big big Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to talk about something I hear all the time in the personal development space, the entrepreneurship space, the fitness space, nutrition space, really any space where you are trying to accomplish something, you hear this advice and it's really uh, kind of lazy advice. It's not necessarily that it's bad. I know I put that in the title, but it's lazy. Um, this, this advice of taking massive action. It usually comes in the form of, okay, you want to do this thing. First, you have to identify your goal and then take massive action. And that's sort of where the advice ends is just take massive action. So I kind of want to dive a little bit more into that. Look at some reasons why that is terrible advice. It's, it's lazy. It doesn't allow us to actually take any action. I want to dive into that. Um, and, and this should be a pretty good episode. So be sure to stick around for that. Now, before we jump into that conversation I do want to tell you about something I've been working on over the last few months. So if you've been struggling to take consistent daily action towards your goals, or maybe you just feel like you're always starting over from scratch, well, I get it. I've been there and there's nothing more frustrating than taking the time to identify your goal only to wake up 30 days later having abandoned that goal with nothing to show for it. I've come to realize that there's really only one main reason why people don't achieve the goals that they set. And inside my new course, The Consistency Code, I want to teach you exactly what that reason is and what you can do about it. So throughout the course, we're going to discuss things like why we all struggle with consistency, according to behavioral scientists, the two key processes that lead to habit formation, why starting small might be the key to success, why smart goals may not work for you. and the little-known goal-setting method you should use instead, how to break down your goals into their key behaviors, how to identify points of failure before they become a problem, and so much more. Plus, when you purchase the consistency code, you get some incredible bonuses designed to make taking action easier so you can finally achieve your goals. The consistency code is on sale now for just $97 or three payments of $37. To learn more, head over to www.consistency.com consistencycourse.com and enroll today. That's www.consistencycourse.com, www.consistencycourse.com. So let's talk about this. Why is take massive action such bad advice? Well, like I said in the intro, it's kind of just lazy. It doesn't actually say anything. It's it's an empty piece of advice. It's a word that uh, it's what I always talk about with this show. It sounds really nice, right? You hear it and you immediately think, yeah, of course, like I do need to take massive action. It's only when you sit down to actually analyze that, to actually look at what that means and what you can take from it that you realize you still don't know what to do. So one of the big reasons that this isn't good advice is because it's unclear. And we really need to ask ourselves, what exactly is massive action? What counts as massive action? And the, the truth is, like, taking massive action 
ultimately would be a good thing. Like doing big things would be a good thing. But because we don't know what it means, because we don't know what qualifies as massive action, that leads to uncertainty. And as I've talked about on this show before, uncertainty leads to overwhelm. And that is always going to increase the likelihood of inaction. So by people telling you, oh, you just need to take massive action, it's actually increasing the likelihood that you take no action because you sit there and you question, well, what exactly is massive action? What should I be doing? What's too small? What's big enough? And and that just leads to all of these other questions that you don't need to be worrying about or answering right now because ultimately you just need to start anything it doesn't matter how big the action is you just need to start now the second reason that i think this is not great advice is that it also invalidates tiny action now obviously i'm a big fan of doing the thing you can do regardless of how small it is but the focus on massive action, in my opinion, leads to discounting all of the tiny things that you can do right now or the tiny things that you need to do. Because there's two categories here. There is the stuff that is under your control right now. You could do them right now. Like it's it's the tiny stuff. It's getting that gym membership, even though you can't go today. It's, it's having a little bit of vegetables with your lunch, even though you can't have a full salad. It's doing the small stuff that feels ridiculous, feels like it's not going to matter. But truthfully, that's the stuff that helps you become the person necessary to do the bigger stuff. Like this isn't something you can just wake up and change who you are, change your identity, change all of your actions. That's setting yourself up for failure. It's doing the small stuff that helps you build your reps, that helps you get to that point where you're able to do the big stuff. So that's the first piece of this. The second is that there's a lot of tiny stuff that needs to happen. Massive action isn't the only thing that drives change. There's all of the tiny details along the way, all of the things that if they're not done, it doesn't matter how big of action you took, you're still not going to accomplish the thing. So this idea, this focus of just go and take massive action, it leads to discounting all of the tiny things that you could do, which leads to inaction because it feels like what you can do right now, like that's just not enough. Why bother eating a few things of lettuce with your lunch? Because that's not going to matter. That's not big enough. That doesn't count. So I might as well just not do that. That's the mindset that leads to failure. This idea that this thing is so small, it's not going to matter. It's inconsequential. So whatever, I'm just not even going to bother. That's what keeps you exactly where you are. And this idea of taking massive action definitely does not help with that. Now, the third thing that I really don't like about this advice is that massive action, even if you figure out what it is and you start taking it, It can lead to burnout and it doesn't consider your current situation. I've been talking a lot on this show lately about empathy. I think there needs to be more empathy in the personal development journey. We need to start thinking more about where we are and who we are and what it is we're trying to do in that context. We can't just set these cookie cutter goals that everyone else is setting and think that we're going to get those results. We don't have their life. We don't have their privilege. We don't have 
any of the things that they have in order to be able to do those things. So we have to look at what we do have and where we actually are and set goals according to that. And massive action, going out there and thinking all you can do is do these huge things, that's not considering where you are. That's not considering what you're capable of right now. That's not considering what you can be consistent with. So at the end of the day, take massive action. It's kind of just a blanket statement that means nothing. It's something that people who don't know what to tell you, tell you. It's the advice they give because they don't feel like taking the extra three minutes to come up with actual advice to give you the actual steps. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to give you the actual steps because this isn't that complicated. Here's what you do instead. Forget about the whole take massive action thing. Step one, start your goal setting. And this is a shift that I think we all need to make. Start your goal setting from a place of empathy for yourself. You need to start this process by figuring out what your constraints are before you even set your goals. I think we need to stop setting goals that are these big, huge dream things that have no context to our actual lives, that have no context to our situation, because we're just setting ourselves up for failure. We're setting ourselves up to drop the ball. We're setting ourselves up to stop taking action. And that's always going to end poorly. So start from a place of self-empathy. Figure out what your situation looks like first. Figure out what your constraints are. Now, what do constraints look like? Before I say this, I want to preface it by saying that these aren't bad things. Constraints aren't necessarily negative. For example, the fact that you have kids, that is a constraint. Now, I'm sure you wouldn't trade those kids for anything. But it is a constraint. It does make it harder to do certain things. The goal here isn't to look at, oh, this is a good thing in my life and this is a bad thing in my life. It's to look at what does my life actually look like? What is the reality of that? And what can I do regardless of that situation? If we can start to approach our goal setting from this place of self-empathy where we are understanding what our constraints are and then we're setting goals based on that, we'll have a much better idea of what our action needs to be. Step two, set a goal that is contextual to your situation. So once you've approached it from this place of empathy, you've figured out your constraints, set a goal based on that situation. Step three, create a progressive action plan. Start with the tiniest thing you can do and progressively increase to larger actions. Forget about okay, you've got your goal. Go take massive action. Go, 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 go. Forget that. That's nonsense. That's going to lead to overwhelm and burnout that like we just covered. Instead, look at this is my situation. This is the goal I want to accomplish. Now let's look at what the smallest thing I can do is right now. And that's going to be different for everybody. For some people, the smallest thing for, let's say, getting in shape is going to actually be getting out to the gym. Like for some people, they have that time and freedom for other people. The smallest thing is going to be signing up for the membership for other people. The smallest thing is going to be doing one sit up before bed. Don't judge yourself and don't judge others. This is why we approach this from a place of empathy. Whatever the smallest thing is for you that you can do, make that your first step. Then we progressively get 
larger. And the reason this works is because one, it allows us to become the type of person who can stick with that. We aren't just demanding ourselves to wake up one day and all of a sudden be able to stick to this routine. No, we have to become that type of person. We have to look at our lives and figure out where we can bend things, where we can remove things in order to fit this new thing in. The space has to exist. And the only way we get the space is to carve it out. And the only way we carve it out is to do it progressively. You can't just snap your fingers and make the space appear. You have to dig it. You have to carve it. And that carving takes time. That's why we go progressively. And then finally, step four, start immediately. Don't wait until tomorrow. Don't wait until tonight. The minute you have set that goal, find the smallest thing you can do in that moment and do it. And this is going to get us over the hump of starting. Starting is always the hardest part. As soon as you are going, as soon as you're in it, it's much easier to keep things moving. So with all of that said, this isn't a knock on anyone who gives the advice, take massive action. I don't think that people are doing that out of any kind of um, uh, uh, like negative intention. This is purely about the advice itself. It's not good. Stop listening to it. Let's focus on empathy instead. Let's focus on uh, being contextual with our goal setting. Let's focus on progressive action. The more we can do that, the more we'll actually see changes in our lives. So thank you so much for tuning in. Listen, I want to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at Tiny Leaps. Give us a follow. Send me a message. I love having conversations with people there. So at Tiny Leaps on Instagram, send us a message and shoot me a follow. I'd really appreciate it. Also, be sure to click subscribe to the podcast wherever you're tuning in. And I I have an ask for you. I know this is a little weird, but if there's one person in your life that you think needs to hear this episode, please share it with them. I really want to grow this podcast even further. I want to get more people involved. I want to build the community further. And you are a massive, massive part of that. So if there's somebody you think would benefit from this, don't keep it to yourself. Give it a share. Let them know. Thank you again. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.